Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Kaysen. With me today, the dynamic duo of Daniel Mangana and Alex King. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. We are indeed happy that you decided to join us today, and uh, we are uh, changing our plot a little bit because I had announced yesterday that we were going to get a visitor from the world of Thai boot camp. But uh, Michael Howell has a conflict that came up that he couldn't uh, beat. So he's going to be joining us this coming Monday, which means this coming week is going to be Thai Boot Camp Week. Because Monday we have Michael Howell, who basically uh, welcomes people to the Thai Boot Camp. Um, we're going to have on Tuesday, Kat Wanders. I love her name. Um, she's uh, co-authoring David's next book, and uh, she's also a Thai coach. And then on Wednesday, we're going to have David himself coming here to do some streaming for us. And then Thursday is when I have my much anticipated uh, meeting with the stream as I enter the Thai boot camp. So it's going to be Thai boot week. And Daniel, I didn't know if you were aware of it, but I, I signed up for the, the boot camp. You've been through it. You're in the uh, the mastery program now. Yep, I'm so, in mastery now. Yeah, so I figure we're gonna have some good stuff to talk about along that line. Um, also, I received a really nice letter from Deborah, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, telling us about her Camino. And I just wanted to share it because it was just a sweet letter. She says, Hallowall just wanted to congratulate you on taking such a brilliant decision to join boot camp. I've often wondered if you were drawn to it at all. Just got back from my morning run where I was contemplating how interesting it is that we each have our different flavors of abundance blocks. And always look to our neighbors who flow so effortlessly with the manifestation of what us remains out of reach, be that health, wealth, or relationships, and that they are in turn observing us thinking the exact same thing. I was marveling at the perfection of the design. It really does all make such complete sense and is extraordinarily beautiful when you stand back and observe kaleidoscope of patterns and colors that each of us individual strands of consciousness forms, individual but connected, weaving a glorious tapestry and ultimately, of course, all one. She writes beautifully. On my return from my run, I pressed play to carry on listening to the podcast from yesterday where I had left off and you were, of course, talking about the exact same thing. <laughs> I absolutely know it will soar even higher as a result of this process and so look forward to witnessing it and cheering you every step of the way, cheering you on every step of the way. I think the best words to use here are those with which we greet each other on my, as you well know, my much loved Camino del Santiago. Buen Camino, my friend, roughly translates as good path, but hey, everything sounds better in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Deborah. That was really wonderful that you sent that. I really appreciate that so much. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be, I'm going to be reading it as an opportunity to share with listeners what happens when you get into one of these boot camp situations. And of course, Daniel's already passed your boot camp. He's a master now. He's in the mastery program. So, I mean, he's like an expert at this thing. No, um, I'm, I'm, no I'm not an expert. You're, well, you're an expert at boot camp. Oh, no, no, I'm not an expert. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a graduate. Oh, you're a graduate. Of, oh, okay, all right. I'm a graduate. Let okay. it not be said expert. I'm curious, when do you get to be an expert? Do we ever become experts at anything? No. Or do we ever fail to be experts? I guess the other way we look at it. Oh God! Here comes the autism. What's <laughs> 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 like? What's the most random counter argument I can, <laughs> I can throw in the mix here? <laughs> so old. So old. Oh well, you know that's what makes me so lovable. <laughs> <laughs> that and so much more. <laughs> well, plus I get great co-hosts. That's what really makes me lovable. I have to be honest. There you go. There you go. But yeah, well, well, we're going to have plenty to talk about along those lines. But we also have a topic that we raised at the end of last week's show that, you, that the three of us did together. The topic being the lies that people tell themselves, which I think kind of coincidentally sort of ties into Thai boot camp. So I think there's going to be some overlap in the conversation along that line. But uh, I reminded Alex just before we got started here, Dan, about you know, what the topic was. And her eyes lit up. I mean, like, oh, yes, let's go. I can hardly <laughs> wait. Or for those who remember the old movie, Goodwill Hunting, you know, the, the, the young Matt Damon sitting in front of uh, 
uh, Robin Williams saying, okay, let the healing begin. I mean, that's really what we're talking about here with the people who, you know, lies that the people tell themselves. In many cases, they're trying to heal, you know, and that, that that's going to be the interesting part of, of the conversation as far as I'm concerned. Because there, there are lies and there are lies, if you understand what I mean. What was that, Alex? I said I never finished that movie. Never finished it? Oh, well. Now you I have one more. I so couldn't do the fake Boston accents. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, there is that. It's very oh, close. That, that, that must be painful for you. It's so it, painful. Any it's like the Don Cheadle in, in all of the it. Oceans movies. But, but you know what's really wild about it is that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are from the Boston area. Yeah, so but then why do they, do they need to over-exaggerate the accent? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like they want to do something else. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I just, I can't do those movies. But maybe was it was the because one, they're, um, they're, they're trying to be Southie. Maybe that's what town. it was. The town? The, the, was it the town? I think it was the town. Yeah, when Ben Affleck was a the violent criminal with my yeah, favorite yeah. Mm-hmm. that gets soft. I looked into her eyes, and I was no longer a valid criminal. They should, they should send her into maximum. They should send that character through maximum security prisons, just converting everyone <laughs> to be valid criminals. Right. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not even sure how to transition that over to the topic, but I will attempt I anyway. Know so. How. That's a lie okay, that we well, know ourselves, that those are actual Boston accents. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> this is what the world believes we sound like. <laughs> you sure? You yeah, sure? we'll hack at Kaz and have it yad, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but Louise was never actually from Boston, but she's a New Englander for sure. Yeah. Grew up in Maine and in Rhode Island. And she, she definitely, at times, slips in with that really deep, New England accent. It really came up when we lived in Virginia, which of course, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to really notice a difference there. Uh, Yeah. She was working, she was working in daycare and she asked her colleague for a diaper. Um. (laughs) And her her colleague said, what? You didn't say shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah, it's always an interesting thing. Can, can I let the the tangent go? The tangent go just a little bit more on one thing, then we're going to bring it back to bringing us back on target. I'm sure you can. can. <laughs> I find it fascinating where all of these English language speaking accents come from, like the Australian accent, or mm-hmm. even when you look at the regional difference in accents in the in the UK, because an accent comes from the language being spoken and the way right. you have to move your mouth in order to make the accent. Yeah. But that's why people that speak non-English accents, when they come to speak English, they sit with an accent because their brain's trained to speaking in a certain way. But right. we're all speaking the same language. So yeah. why is it different? I find that fascinating. That is fascinating. It is. And, and why is it mainly English? Not that there can't be accents in other languages, but English seems to have more of them. Well, you have it like different. Um, for example, if you go across the Arabic speaking world, every single every single country most countries have got a, a local dialect and that local dialect creates True. a difference in the in the accent yeah. like right. when i hear um mexican spanish colombian spanish argentinian spanish although it's the same language with a couple of idiosyncrasies a couple of changes there's still a difference in the accent but it's like did they come from different regions of spain did it yeah. merge with the local i mean stuff like that when you're talking about a language that's moved and colonization and so on and so forth you've got local influences maybe it's a a family that had a particular i don't know set of colloquialisms that kind of seeped in and grew over time yeah but when you've got a language that generally has no reason to have differences america the americas they didn't start mixing in and speaking the local language they were too busy annihilating everyone (laughs) so where does it come from and even when you go like around England, so I sound like I'm from London. If you hear someone from the Southwest, they've got a different twang. Like mm-hmm. up north, it sounds like a completely different language, but they're getting close to the Scottish border. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Uh-huh. But Boston and New York and Virginia, yeah. it's all English. Yeah. yeah. Where's the difference from? I don't know, sure. but now I need to know. <laughs> And the really, really difficult thing is when you are from and you move to Virginia, you have trouble understanding the people. 
facts. Because it takes a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a while to get, especially for somebody who has, you know, like the deep south type accent. Now you don't get that too much in Virginia, but you get it, you know, the further south that you get. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, my God, are we speaking the same language? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and they're, they're saying, what? <laughs> for because me, they don't understand either. <laughs> Because both my brother and sister moved down south. My brother's in Florida. My sister's in Virginia. And when they come up to visit, it's not so much their accents that have changed, but the way that they say things, mm-hmm. like the colloquialisms and stuff like that. Like my sister, yeah. I said, what did she say the other day? She said, uh, oh, she was talking about my um, my wedding shower. And she said, "Who's who all's going to be there? And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who all? Yeah. What? <laughs> No, and who all is going to be who there? All. And yeah, this is the, like the, the, the northern version of all as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I use yeah. y'all. Really? I get, Why? I get yelled at all the time because I use it online. <laughs> like, I'll be on Facebook. I'm like, y'all tripping. And then they're like, it's you all. And I'm like, yeah, I'm from New England. We merge. <laughs> <laughs> We're too lazy to say the whole word. We merge things. And it wasn't until I moved to Virginia that I even used either phrase, y'all or you all, either one. I, I, yeah. I couldn't say y'all, so I, I went with you all. But I couldn't, I never said either one until I went to Virginia. <laughs> yeah. So, go figure. Who knows? Anyway, anyway, I, I want to get Alex's take on the topic specifically because she got, Ooh. like, she was electric on it no before fresh, we got no started fresh. here. So, when we, when I say the phrase lies people tell themselves, what is that first thought that comes to your mind? What's the, what are you lighting up about? There's just so much. Like, where do we even begin? Um, lies that people tell themselves. Uh, social media is a lie that we tell ourselves. Um, just on a daily basis, how we get through the day, lies that we tell ourselves just to get us through the day. <laughs> I just need another lie. Just one more. <laughs> I'll be all right with another one. <laughs> I'll pay you Tuesday for a lie today. <laughs> Please, it hurts. It really hurts. I just need one more lie. One more lie. <laughs> but that's what I think of. It's funny because it's true. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad but true. Although I have to admit, I didn't realize that there was an actual financial traffic in line, but I can't say I'm terribly surprised, nevertheless. <laughs> but but what is it about the lies that people tell themselves? When, when I, uh, I'm, I'm not sure who actually said the phrase first last week, but whoever said it, it just it, it evoked a big reaction. Why the reaction? Why is that such a strong reaction, do you think? Because I think everybody goes through it. Everybody uses lies to to get, like I said, through the day. Like, you just have to be okay in one way, shape, or form. So however you get there is however you get there. And sometimes that includes lies. So so let's start with an example here. What, give us an example of a lie that helps you get through the day. Um, hmm. She doesn't tell lots of them, so she has to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of other people in my life and the lies they tell themselves. Um, Uh, Well, that also raises the second question. How do you know that they tell themselves? Because they say it out loud. (laughs) And it ain't true. Everyone tells me everything. (laughs) Well, okay, I'll take Kenny for example because he's struggling with, with trying to quit smoking. Okay. So it's always day one tomorrow. Which doesn't turn into day one tomorrow because then another pack is bought and another argument is had. <laughs> but that's how you get through today. You're going to finish this pack and then day one starts tomorrow. So putting it off and putting it off, putting it off and putting it off. Procrastination is a lie we tell ourselves. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good example. Mm-hmm. All right. And is that... that where it gets interesting for me is when we consciously create, in a sense, we're telling a lie because it doesn't exist yet. Yeah, but it's more of a fake it till you make it type of situation. So what makes it different? It's not different. Then why do we call one a lie and not the other? It's a, they're all lies. It's just, it's just you're dressing it up. Oh. 
But at the end of the day, they're all lies. Whether it's a white lie or a fib or whatever, they're all lies. All right. Now, this is where I think I I start kind of going into Dangent territory because (laughs) I'm going to propose an idea. And the idea is that everything that we consider to be true is a figment of our imagination. So how do we know that what we consider to be true isn't also a lie? Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Well, I mean, the premise is that anything that isn't true Mm -hmm. is a lie. But what if even the truth itself is also made up? You're hurting my brain. Well, because everything was created through our minds. Yeah, our, our thought processes, and that mean, and they all originated as lies because they didn't actually exist yet. So true. once they existed, does that mean that they stopped being lies? Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it becomes the truth. It is what it is now. I think what I'm pointing to is it, it, it's a little, little bit um, muddy, mushy. Yeah, muddy. Yeah. It's a muddy area. Yeah. yeah we, we think that it's black and white, but it's not so black and white. Right. <laughs> it's not so clear cut. So. There's too much gray. How, how do you think about it, Dan? Do you even think about uh, conscious creation and so forth in terms of your lying to yourself until you, you manifest it? So I'm going to have to agree to, with you to a certain extent because truth only exists in the now. Mm. Mm. And if something's outside of the sensory experience and it's all a lie because it's not truth in which case we're only really lying to ourselves or, or what is it to lie to, to to oneself well that's the other side of it yeah so in kenny's situation is it lying or that right now he's speaking the truth that is current and it may or may not be it's like schrodinger's cigarette box is it going to be there tomorrow? Or is it not? I love it. Yes. Yes. Because, like, if, if we look at this from the quantum perspective, mm-hmm. like, since I said, look at this at the quantum expensive, there's probably been a million quanta that have happened between now and then, a million right. snapshots, a million nows. And in the now that was, perhaps it was going to be the last day. In the now to come, it may or may not be. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the first day, the next day. We have our judgments about it. So is lying really a judgment that we make of others in our observation of what they say to themselves? In which case, do we even have a right to do that? Mm, yeah. Yeah. My philosophy's just come out. <laughs> but, but it's also that you're, you're starting to point to what I think is the real challenge with the idea of lies or what a lie is, because a lot of it has to do with what's your intention. And that's for me is, is it, there's a difference between lies and deception. Mm-hmm. Facts. Deception for me is a deliberate intent to give someone a variant of truth that's out of integrity to the truth that I know will be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll be there in five minutes. Bro, you have not even put your shoes on. You are not <laughs> real, right? five minutes. <laughs> that's a deception. Yes. Mm-hmm. A deception has an aspect of lying to it. I believe that lying is the the communication of a deliberate deception. So can we lie to ourselves? We can if we know we have no intention of tomorrow being the next day. But what's the point in lying to yourself? You're the only one listening. Right. So we're lying to others. And what's the point? Because they probably don't even care anyway. <laughs> so I know that's where I'm at right now. I'm interested to see where this conversation goes. Well, I'm going to take it to the next level of wrinklehood, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, because the next thing I'm going to propose is the idea of a conjurer, mm-hmm. a stage magician who deliberately deceives you, but you know in advance he's going to deceive you and he's doing it to entertain you, as yeah. opposed to, say, a con man who's trying to deceive you in order to cheat you in some way, to in some way make you think that something really is going to happen or really is true and it really isn't it never was intended to and the whole point was to get something else out of you but is deception then even even worth bringing into the conversation in terms of the first example it is just entertainment that's what it is 
as long as you're aware. Well, all entertainment is pulling us away from the, well, all the for me, entertainment is escaping from what things are to right. imagine what they are for someone else, whether real or imagined, or what they could be for me. So when I'm in the mood to watch, um, oh, by the way, Alex, don't go past season one of Riviera. Don't do it to yourself. Okay. Don't do it. Season one had its nuances, but it was nice. Like it's got all the sexy houses and cars and it's like, you're looking at all this abundant. It's really groovy. The second season was a little bit weird, but okay. It had it too. Season three. I, I don't know. It was just something that I really enjoyed watching. But anyway, point being, <laughs> I get to escape into the world that's happening. Just like when we're reading a good book, we escape into the world and we get the thought forms and the images and there's a sensory experience connecting us to the thing. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm deceiving myself. I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Or True. am I? That's the, the, uh, the quantum physics side of it too. Well, that's the, the whole thing of the, the, the astral and the thought form aspect of it. If I'm experiencing something mentally, it's like visualization. I'm experiencing the thought form of it. That is an actual experience. It's just not one that's a sensory experience, but it's still experience. So it's not a lie. It's just not what I'm experiencing in my three-dimensional reality. Mm-hmm. So let me try to come at this from a slightly different angle, which is there are a couple. I, I can conceive of a number of different ways that we can interact with others. I'm going to kind of generalize and break them down into two categories. Mm-hmm. Okay. One category is where we interact with others because we enjoy the interaction and we want to continue the interaction because we, we like the other person and we like how um, we're feeling when we're we're doing the interaction and so forth. We're 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 enjoying the interactiveness itself. We're enjoying the relationship itself, as opposed to somebody who their sole purpose in interacting with others is simply to con them and, and you know screw however they react to it. All I care, all I care about is how I react to it. Mm-hmm. In my mind, the first version, there may be some entertainment involved. There may be that kind of deception going on, but it's not what I would call deception. To me, the second category is deception, mm-hmm. because that's where I'm trying to pull the wool over your eyes, and I don't give a crap what happens to you. Mm-hmm. So the difference that's a lack to me of is passion. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's really what the difference is. If there's compassion involved and there is an attempt to be truly connected, to to experience the connection that already exists. I mean, the three of us already believe in that, that connectivity anyway, but to actually experience it and live it and thrive in it and so forth, then that's great. That's, that's to me, the whole value of being alive and being source energy and so forth. But if we're going to be engaging in behavior simply for the purpose of, you know, trying to cheat the other source energy because we don't feel like we have enough, enough source energy for ourselves. That's really what it amounts to. To me, it's like a shallow kind of, of connection. I, it, I almost hesitate to call it a connection at all. It's, it's what kind of connection is it? I'm going to, is I'm it going a to connection? Be, I don't I think exactly. I'm not sure that it is. Yeah, it's a disconnect. If anything, it's a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And that's where I think the deception is coming in. Mm which points to a very interesting fact, I think. It's not just that we're uh, deceiving somebody else. Without necessarily intending it, we are deceiving ourselves. Mm-hmm. The two actually go in hand in hand where deception is concerned, as far as I'm concerned. So just throwing that out to see what you guys think of that. Um, but I have way too much experience <laughs> with, with <laughs> growing up with a pathological liar. Mm. So this subject is very interesting to me. This okay. People's points of view. And what, what do you contribute to it out of all that experience? Because you got you're the one who's got that huge amount of experience. That you're the one who's got the lessons to share. I was, I took it as this is how not to be. Mm. So it mm-hmm. got passed down to me in a way that like. I went to the opposite extreme of it. So now I'm completely honest with everyone, whether they like it or not. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which we appreciate, by the way, I have to say. I really we appreciate, appreciate it. We really do. Some people yeah. don't. <laughs> and we I'm fine with that. Well I'm totally fine with that. Because I'd rather, I'd rather have you mad at me for hearing the truth than have you mm-hmm. mad at me for me deceiving you in some way. Mm. That's a great... Even when we're telling the truth, some people can tell the truth in order to cause harm. 
Yep. So for true. me, it's like, what's the intentionality behind the truthful lie? Sometimes we tell someone a lie out of love. Mm-hmm. We deceive people for their own good. Does so I really think it's it always a high, it all a high vibe. Is it? I mean, is, is it is it a high well, vibe thing when you're doing it, or is it a low vibe to me? Well, for that's you, really for you to question. judge me for it, that's not really high vibe either. He's judging, and you're judging him, judging. Drat. Like, like there's this, it becomes really circular at some point. I think. Yeah. I'm stuck in the judging trap. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like now, welcome to the judgment circle. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the judgment zone. I think it's all really, it really all comes down to the intentionality. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we harm people when we didn't intend to. Yeah. We had every all our best intentions, but we maybe didn't have enough information. Or hadn't actually considered the other person has to say what our intentions are for them and therefore. Sometimes you don't have time for it. <laughs> Anybody got time for that? Yeah, it's true. So, like, this is one, again, for me, this conversation as it's evolving is bringing me back to this whole thing of we are mortal in this form. We can't see mm-hmm. the whole play. Mm-hmm. Why? What's the point in even reaching to do things that do require a view of the whole play? Right. Ooh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. It's like, well, we're never going to know, so we can just do our best. Yeah. So for me, mm-hmm. that like relieves the pressure as well about mm. trying to get it right. Mm-hmm. But then there's an extreme of that. What's the point in telling the truth? It could all be a lie. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this is where, you know, we start to drift into anarchy. Yeah, it, it reminds me of a, a scene from the original Star Trek TV series. Oh boy! Wait, 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 wait! Pause. Whoa, are you quoting TV to make this good? <laughs> I know it's kind of a shock, isn't it? I'm glad this is. But really but, but you'll you'll notice movie. that it's actually you know it, it's like really really old TV. It's nothing like in the last 25, 30 years. I'm quoting here. Mm-hmm. So just pointing that out um, so because that's how I watch television. but yeah in the very early the the original series with spock and kirk and so forth there's one particular episode where they're on a planet i don't remember what the details are but they're on a planet where it's being run by a computer and they need to basically stop the computer from you know being the tyrannical self that it is and so spock gets into a conversation with the computer and he says computer i want you to calculate the meaning of this i am lying to you and the computer goes off into this endless cycle of trying to analyze what that means because Spock is saying something truthful to him, and yet he's lying at the same time. How could that possibly be? And it, and it basically defeats the computer. Mm. Um, <laughs> Did it explode? It, uh, kind of, yeah. It was, yeah. It was blowing smoke and all kinds of I would have had a meltdown with that, se- with that sentence right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of illustrates the point. If 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 your purpose in lying is to mess up the other being, well, you're maybe succeeding. Mm-hmm. If the other being isn't messed up and they grow from they grow from it, did you actually lie to them? <laughs> oh, <laughs> because yeah. again, it's intentionality, and, and it's not just the intentionality of the person who's doing the lying; it's also the intention of the person who's receiving it. The intentionality works both ways; it's not one directional. You know who we need on this podcast right now? Who's that? Remember that guy that wrote us that letter about the um, the the guy who couldn't stop lying? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. I've forgotten about him. I think yeah, this was before Dan was in the game that day. I that think sounds fascinating. It was fascinating. It was a great episode. It was. I think it was a day where you had like a you were off on a mission in another country or something like that, so you couldn't be there for the episode. But it, it was just Alex and me talking with this guy. And yeah, that, that was quite a, a thing because for him, it was, it, it had caused a lot of pain in his life. Mm-hmm. It caused a lot of separation from people he loved and so forth. And, and he was trying to find a way to stop doing it. Yeah. To be more truthful going forward. Um, I'm trying to remember what, what particular consequences had come about because of it, but had he lost a job? And I think he lost a job. He 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 had no friends, and his friends had left. Yeah, and uh, he was trying to to be in a relationship, but because he that's right. Yeah, there was yeah. the relationship. I forgot about yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. I want to give an example, but it, I can't do it 
because we're in public, but I need to give you guys an example one time when we're off camera of oh, okay. watching somebody <laughs> who was so committed to lying that you can actually see the confusion in their face, hearing what they're saying, mm. and yep. they'll look you in the face and actually believe their own lies. Yes. Yeah, that was my dad. Yeah. All day. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, what are you, what are you talking lie? about? We were here. <laughs> No, that's not what happened. Don't you remember that happened and that happened? No, that didn't happen. Look, I can't help you if you can't see what happened. Something's wrong with you. Have you been drinking? Have you been drinking? I've, I experienced that in my life. And it, yeah, was, it, was, it was fascinating. Fascinating. I guess you Fascinating. Yeah. I was just like, well, duh. From a psychological point of view, it is really fascinating. From a personal experience, it's very painful and mm. <laughs> annoying, for sure. Uh, I'm curious, too, with, with your father, that, with that situation, Alex, did he ever tell the truth? I mean, could you ever rely on anything that he said? Uh, I learned later in life that, no, you can't. You can't rely on any of it. Can't, he will tell you the sky is green. Wow. Yeah. And, and really believe it. And really believe it. That's the thing. He really believes it. So the conviction of it. So it makes other people believe it. And it's like, why are we sitting here lying right now? What is the point? To what end? Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, and when I think about that personality, to the extent that I know that personality, and I only know him through you, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I ask myself, what kind of a life is that? But they don't feel it because as they far don't. as they're concerned, it's reality. That's their truth. Yeah. It is. That's their truth. That, that's what it is. So if you were to ask your father right now, if you mm -hmm. were to sit in front of him right now and just ask him how his life is going, what do you think that he would say? And if you could then translate it into what you knew to be true, what would you say? <laughs> he would give me a long sob story about how life is, isn't going well for him because of this and this and that. But it's really because you're a pathological liar and you create all these realities for yourself. So you're getting in your own way. Mm -hmm. So if you were to describe how his life is going, how would you describe how his life is I going? I don't know. I haven't heard from him in 10 years. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> 10 years ago. Well, you, I, I know you haven't, don't know what's going on right now, but imagine when you were last talking to him 10 years last ago. Last I, I talked to him, his life was a mess. And that, it was a mess. These are the, this, he, he was saying he was suicidal, but he was just causing drama because mm -hmm. he had done these things and put these, these uh, blockers in his way. And then expects other people to knock them down. But it's like, no, this is the work you have to do yourself. Mm. And you created this. So what do you want me to do? I can't help you. It, it just makes, it takes me back to some of the things that the stream talks about. Mm -hmm. The stream spends a lot of time talking about polarity and the value of polarity and contrast. Mm -hmm. And your father has created this massive amount of contrast. Oh yeah, and and spend a huge amount of his time focused on just one end of that contrast, mm -hmm. and it's the really unfortunate and unfortunate, it's the unpleasant part of that contrast. Yeah. My father's main mantra is, "How can I get out of this without getting in trouble?" <laughs> well, there's some ingenuity there. There is, yeah. yeah. If only he could use his creativeness for good instead of evil. Use these powers for good. <laughs> use them for good. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That, that's what I think. He he is an immensely powerful creator. Yeah, I don't I don't like necessarily what he's creating, but boy, Me I have to admire the creation. <laughs> he's great at creating his own drama. Yeah, really. It's good an amazing it. TV show if you want to watch from the sides. You got to try selling. It. I wanted to write a book, but my brother and sister said I couldn't. Well. It's actually pretty easy. All you do is you open up a computer and you start typing. No, I mean, <laughs> they didn't want me to put our family's life on black. Oh, 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 oh yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, but it's so good, though. <laughs> like, the stories I tell, people are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I know. They're the best movies and TV shows and plays and so forth and books. That's where they come from. Exactly. I mean, people write from their own experience. You can just change the names if you need to, you know. 
Yeah, but I feel like but. people closest to us would know who it is. And then that would snowball into, because I always envisioned myself sitting on Oprah's couch selling my book as, you know, her, her book of the week or book of the month or whatever she does. And I see myself, her, her asking me questions. And then my brother and sister are standing in the background going, you're snitching on <laughs> Like, just because I don't mind sharing mm. about our lives doesn't mean that they don't want to be private. Mm. So out of respect for them, I didn't. You are definitely a loving sister. I am. <laughs> no doubt about it. Leaving such an opportunity on the table, I'm telling you. <laughs> but I mean, anytime that you have any kind of situation where there's a lot of drama going on, that's obviously a candidate. And that's what you're describing. You're describing yeah. a situation with a huge amount of drama. Mm-hmm. I think the part that's fascinating about it is how much there apparently is because i mean from what you're describing it's endless. endless we're not talking like we're not talking two or three plot lines no this is an everyday situation we're, we're talking living in an entire soap opera every day yeah we're, i got at least 10 seasons worth with, of work we, hmm? we're talking about what would happen what happened with game of thrones where they could just chop out entire storylines because it was too convoluted <laughs> right yep <laughs> Oh, we'll just we'll just put him on the throne because we don't know where he's going with this one. Could be anyone. <laughs> oh, speaking of convoluted, Daniel, um, I'm giving Manifest a second chance because I started. I, I jumped back in in season three, and they canceled it. So yeah, I I I, I looked at season one, and I was like, but they don't have any more seasons after three. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to do that to my heart. They might though, because <laughs> Netflix might pick it up. I don't like that might stuff. I don't like it either. Especially and incomplete stories don't really work for our brains, as you know. Nope. No. Mm-mm. Open loops doesn't really work. It's, it's painful. Like it. Yeah. Or like closed it. loops that just make no sense. <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> waited all of this time for, oh, look at me. I'm going to be on the throne. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> That's a northern accent, by the way, for the non-English people. Um, <laughs> but do you know what's really kind of coming through is the opportunity for all of this just to come to just appreciate the flavors. Like now when people yeah. do that stuff, I'm just like, oh, thank you for introducing some entertainment into my life. Yes. Uh, We'll take everything you say with a bucket of salt. However, thank you for the incident. Yep, that's true. That's right. I'll tell you one thing that is true for me. It's just not necessarily true for the masses at large because I've pretty much come to the conclusion that what I like and what the masses like don't match. So, you know, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Um, But from what I've been able to determine, if I see some kind of entertainment. Let's say we something was made out of your father's story, okay? Oh, if I saw that story, I'm, I'm sure it would do brilliantly. I'm sure that you know the, the people would just eat it right up. And I'm also sure I'd lose interest really fast. You would, yes. And the reason I would lose interest so fast is because once I, I grasped that everything that was coming out of his mouth was a lie, I would just convert it all. I was like, oh, well, okay, that's it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's what I do. If I run right. into somebody who's lying, I just invert what they're saying. Oh, okay. Well, that's what it really amounts to. Next. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that, that's how much there is, interest there is for me. It's, it's yeah. about five seconds long. But but for, for other people, us, it's, it's more endless. like, well, what's next? Yeah. What else is going to come out of this guy's mouth? That's what the rest of us are thinking. And that's why we stay hooked. For me, it, it, what's next? What's next? Will it be a line through word or text? <laughs> it even rhymed. That was great. Well, I <laughs> did work on it in the book before I manifested it in form. I love it. I love it. I do this, you know, creating more reality as you do. <laughs> See, what you're doing here is you're bringing a, a a sort of an extra layer of appreciation because you talked about the importance of appreciating all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once you appreciate it, then you bring your own way of appreciating the layer on top of it. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, does any of it even matter? If you laugh and raise your vibration, it does. 
But does even that really matter? Does even sure. the positive matter? All of it's ephemeral and just a dream at the end of the day. It's just energy fluctuating in and out of form. Well, maybe I'm married to you. It matters to me because I'm here to have the high vibe. I don't really care about the low vibe, but I love the high vibe, so it matters to me. Interesting <laughs> by all vibes. <laughs> vibes high or vibes low, they're just fluctuating experiences passing through the snapshots of time that we snapshots of quantum that we call time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when we pop our clogs, we'll have memories of it that we want we can't even trust. We'll have experiences. We'll return back to completed state where we've got all the experiences. I just I'm finding less and less cause to get into the stuff that doesn't entertain me. Mm-hmm. High vibe or low vibe, does it entertain me? Because high vibe can get boring too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's another rainbow fairy cake. How fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> does it entertain me? No? Well, that's not what I signed up for. Into the next movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then let me propose this as a, a little mini topic within our larger topic of the lies people tell themselves. Is the purpose of life a series of entertainments? Yes. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> was that deliberate, Alex? No, that was both. That was my phone. That was my phone. Oh, oh. Siri needs to back off. Well, I, I agree with Siri's uh, analysis. I, I didn't quite catch that, she said. <laughs> well, maybe now's a good time to do the whole promo thing. <laughs> I think I need a reset. I, I need a reset. Oh, I need a reset and to put the aircon on. Well, there are times when you do need to just kind of reset. And that is what the purpose of the LOA Today app is, to give you that place to go to. Because we've got all these great things in there, such as Dan Manning's book, The Money Game. Such as his audio condensed version of Stepping Beyond Intention, just called Beyond Intention. Um, and there are others in there, too. So, you know, if you haven't downloaded the LOA Today app yet, or perhaps you actually haven't uh, paid attention to it in a while... Pay attention to it and use that as a way to kind of get through those moments. That, that's a key topic that's been mentioned a few times this week. What to do when you get into those really deep, dark moments and you want to climb out. That's one of the reasons for doing the LOA Today app. Or if in this case, you just you, your mind just snapped because you can't figure out where the conversation is going. That's a good time to do the LOA Today as well. So take advantage of it. And then once you've enjoyed it, share it with somebody else because that's how it gets passed along. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, we can also be seen as well as heard. That's where the lovely Alex King describes to us exactly how you accomplish that. Well, you go to YouTube, search LOA Today podcast videos. And once you see our smiling faces, click down below to the red subscribe button. Next to the red subscribe button, there's a little silver bell. Make sure you click all so you will always be notified when we are live. Bell has spoken. So, <laughs> thank you very much for staying tuned, and uh, be sure to check out the episodes next week when we have all the the uh, tired people coming on. That's gonna be good. So, all right, we just took a break. We just kind of reset. First question I have to ask after the reset is: Do you want to continue with the topic, or do we move off it because we kind of went into a collision space there? What's your other topic? Let me let me see. I, I don't have it yet, but but you know, if we need a topic, I'll open my mouth and find out what comes out. <laughs> I love it when that happens. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> a Waltham jump. <gasps> Did you that's, like got to end, that's got to enter the lexicon for all time and space, reality, <laughs> dimensions. All of them must experience that. <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> I don't Alex just made a cool new phrase that I love. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we just got a little piece of education about what entertains Dan, so that's good. Yes. <laughs> one flavor, guys. One. <laughs> one flavor. Just one flavor. <laughs> Did you ever... <laughs> don't worry, it's about to tell a joke that's completely inappropriate for oh, being okay. live on the show. <laughs> 
I'll say that one afterwards. Maybe my entertainment. So maybe <laughs> just with you and Alex on a voice call, so there's no record <laughs> of me having actually done it. <laughs> You're laughing because you don't know what the joke is. Okay. <laughs> this is true. Yep. Just saying. Well, it's the anticipation of it. You know, what, what, what is this deep, dark thing that Dan doesn't want to share in public? <laughs> <laughs> Only you guys will know. The people won't. Apparently. They will not. If there are advantages to being a, co- a, a host of a show, is that where you actually find out what goes on behind the scenes. Exactly. <laughs> behind the scenes. What does he mean? This is where all the cool kids hang out. That's right. Actually, when when Deborah, who, whose email uh, came in, in that I read earlier on in the show, when when she was on the show, which was about uh, two weeks ago, to tell her story about her Camino, her Camino de Sol, del Santiago, which, by the way, was a great story. Um, I asked her afterward, you know, I, I said, well, the show's over. Now you know what it's like to be on the after show. And what do you think? She said, well, it's like being on the show. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Except on Thursday. <laughs> Except Thursday. <yeah. laughs> Yes, Thursdays, there aren't any rules on Thursdays. Thursdays just kind of go anywhere. No, Thursdays, the after show gets R-rated. Yeah, (laughs) it does. (laughs) It can. (sighs) Well, it's because on Thursdays, we've gone off in in directions that I can't even begin to fathom sometimes. Well, sometimes I can't fathom it because you're talking about TV shows that I don't know. But beyond that, <laughs> there are times where the conversation, even when I do conversations, I'm still not sure where we're going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what makes Thursday so entertaining. All right. Well, then I, I, I'm going to conclude that we have uh, exhausted the lies that people tell themselves, which I have to say doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> and I'm going to. I'm going to do what I promised and open my mouth and see what comes out. So, you know what the first thing coming out of my mouth is? I don't know what you guys experienced weather-wise today. We had a gorgeous day. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you have it? Was it that way on the Cape? I mean, you're not that far away geographically, so I can't be surprised. But, oh, my God, this is like, this is what you dream about. This is the day that I use when I'm envisioning what I want the weather to change to. Yes. I mean, it was just, it, it, it was warm enough that you're dressed in, you know, summer clothing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't overly hot. It wasn't overly cool. There was a nice gentle breeze, blue sky, yeah, little white puffy clouds. I mean, it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was. And I, I went out, of course I got out to get my nature walk in. And as I'm out doing the walk, it, it, it wasn't like it is on many days where I'm trying to pull myself out of something or, you know, take it moment to just kind of do like a deep breath. I just walked out and boom, I was there. Yeah. There was no, there was no waiting around. There was no trying to play little mind games to get myself into a space. I was there. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of weather it was today. Yeah, so, it was still is, still is. I, I mean, I, I guess. Well, Dan, you're in the southern tip of uh, the Baja Peninsula. There, weather every day. Nobody don't don't talk. I've actually. Uh, this has made me laugh. I've entertained because we actually had rain in June. Oh my God. It was that well, <laughs> It rained 12 days on average here all year. It rains an average of 12 days. And two of those days happened smack bang in the middle of June. Wow. One of them being on our neighbor's wedding day. Well, that's good luck. Yeah. Not for an outdoor wedding, though. <laughs> well, it was wet anyway. But, uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was just really random. Yeah, it happened on Sunday, and then it happened again Tuesday morning. I woke up to rain. I was like, what the dickens? Have I walked, 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 jumped to a new reality? (laughs) It was really Well, I I think I know what happened. What happened is one of those many infinite numbers of gorgeous days that you had decided to come north. Yeah. It could be. It could be a transfiguration. Or you could be doing black magic and witchcraft. <laughs> Walt does control the weather. You do control the weather. Well, where on to you? Well, I really didn't want to do it with black magic. So if I did, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like someone's lying to themselves again. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. I really didn't want to use black magic. <laughs> but no, yeah, oh, that was, it was just really interesting because I've, I've yeah. not, I've, I've, I was highly baffled. Yeah. By the 
weather being rainy in June, because normally we get it back end of August, September is when we normally mm-hmm. get it. Hurricane season. Mm. All of that. All of that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you needed some contrast in periods. Into next week. What was that, sorry? Heat wave. The next you're, couple of days. You're having a heat wave? Yep. Cool. <laughs> My life is a heat wave, generally, bar the old spunk of random rain. But we're going to be in Mexico City for from Saturday through till Tuesday. So uh-huh. it rains there, so Olga's happy. It was really weird. She was like, oh my God, it's raining. I'm so happy. It's perfect weather. She's like on the balcony with the baby. Look, it's raining. <laughs> so was she pulling the Lion King? No, I do that there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and when I do it, he's just like. <laughs> right? What are you even doing? As any baby would be. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? What What's going on with you? Stop it. I think it's. I think it's time to show the film. I think that's really what needs to happen there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's some darkness in that. I don't know if I want to really yeah, see there's a lot of darkness in Disney that's movies. <laughs> yeah. It's like we, we, when me and Ariana were doing our Disney movie run, I was like, there's an awful lot of shadowy, dark things. Does anybody's on. parents live till the end? Anybody's. Yeah, it's like they subject them to trauma really early. Let's get, yeah. get them when they're young. Oh. <laughs> it's like, really? Well, that's how they grow up to be big and tough. PTSD. Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting question, though, and it's one that I've raised myself a lot because I, I often wondered, how do you tell a story without going deep into the contrast? As I we mean, so I, it's with the grass is greener. You can't. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what drama is. Yeah. Drama is going into the contrast deep down. But that's, that's where what entertainment is. That, hello? Yeah. And, and that's, you know, coming back to the to the streams teachings entire it's like that tension is what holds the thing together it's the tension between the two don't think it necessarily has to be so dark when presenting to small humans right um if you're not subscribed on youtube you didn't just see my face (laughs) um but yeah the tension i watched i just watched season eight of homeland in two days. Yes, I did watch it in two days. I did. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, 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 that's what. Yeah. Like those yeah. bland shows, it's like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone else died. Oh, someone else won the lottery. It's like, yeah, it's the tension. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Don't agree with subjecting small children, though, too. Well, I don't agree with subjecting myself to it. I, I just want to see the kids. Real well. <laughs> I, I also don't want to subject the kids to it for the same reason, but I, I think that's why it is I don't really like most of the entertainment that's out there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, great. Okay. You're going to kill somebody else. Oh, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah a lot no, of I'm falling asleep now. I mean, if you want to show me some, some drama that actually works, don't make it dark. You know, make it grayish. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, that's different. I haven't seen that. Well, have you watched any of the Marvel movies? Yeah, but there's some... Well, yeah, but there's, there's, there's a difference too. between gray and campy. I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Wow. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Damn. I watched episode one of Loki. That was interesting. Oh, episode two is ready. I should watch yep, it. Yeah, I already watched it. What do you think? Potential. Very excited about this. Yeah. Do you know what? They've done a good job with the shows. I even like the way yep. that they actually created a whole season just to make someone someone else. Yep. Yeah. And covered all, and tackled all the objections of all of the haters that would have something mm-hmm. to say about it through the show. I thought it was really cleverly done. You talking about Wandavision? No. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't. Mm, it was all right, but it wasn't like I. Okay. One yeah, I, I specific. I specifically said I didn't say it was amazing. I said what it did. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it did what it did. Hey. Yeah. Stop. It. It did. Um, one division. I don't know what it was about, but I was entertained. <laughs> I love that. It's like all of this, just to connect it with the comic book story. And make me believe no, in magic. This is all, this is all oh. getting ready for Doctor Strange too. Really? Yeah. 
So she's going to be featuring in that. Yep. Oh, maybe I should watch some YouTube videos. Yes. With my pink hat on so that Walt recognises the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, for one of those rare occasions, for a moment, you actually have me interested enough to go look and see, okay, what is this? What are they watching here? This is, hmm. Okay. I didn't say I'd watch it through. Yeah, please don't watch it and then be upset. Like, we, we've, we've no. taken enough hits on our record. <laughs> Way too many times. Yeah, I can't do it. My heart can't take it no more. My heart can't take it. My heart can't take it no more. My heart can't take it no more. But all, all I say is it just wasn't for me. I didn't really like it. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, that, that's all. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. Don't like it. No, not for me. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time I'll just hold off. I won't say anything. So what's I'll, I'll, I'll kind of, what I, I, even, when you die and then, and then they ask you, why didn't you dip into any of the contrast? That was the whole point. And then the, the response I'll give will be right out of Bambi. I'll, I'll use Thumper's response. If I don't have anything nice to say, I won't say anything at all. <laughs> Dead. Dead. Wow. <laughs> he emptied the clip on us with that one, my love. <laughs> oh, no. Now beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> so there's actually a, a Disney, that a, a piece of Disney that actually had something that was not terribly dark. I mean, Bambi did have mamas die later on, but that one part of it, that wasn't all that dark. <laughs> Like what the movie the started. The whole movie is around the death of a parent. No? Yeah. Every Disney movie has an orphan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about a scene. Started with Bambi's mother being shot. Yes. <laughs> I am not denying that there's a ton of darkness and contrast in Bambi. There I, is. I did know what I, I did know what we watched. We started to watch the live action Lion King before Ariana went north of the border. And I was like, you really made me fall in love with Mufasa and, 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 and respect him. And I want a dad like that too. And then he was viciously murdered. And then you blamed yeah. it on the kid. Yeah. Mm. You scarred the kid by showing a kid get scarred. And I got scarred by the whole thing. Like, whoa. I guess then- my point is, my, my point though is, is yes, all that kind of stuff exists in Disney films and, and all other films that I've ever seen. I can't, I can't think of a film that didn't have something like that going on. But to me, the intriguing part about a movie is what do they do with the other parts of the movie? Yeah, you've got those parts, but if you cut those out, I mean, there, there, there are some movies you cut those out and you've cut out the movie. Mm, yeah. There's like nothing else going on. Like, well, mind you, they could have had this happy movie of him actually having a dad. And everyone not being destroyed and tormented by his quote unquote actions and then having to run off to another place. But, um. But then we wouldn't have Simone and Booba. Yeah. Because they're all, have you tried not thinking about it? (laughs) (laughs) So there you have it, folks, the lies that people tell themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. To me, this is just a, a great example of how you can just get down a rabbit hole and you can't even find where the hole is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're just surrounded by it. Um, and and there, were, there were some great uh, comments, too, from the, the uh, live streamers that, that I was kind of skipping past. Um, but uh, Brenda made a great comment. She says, a lie. I'm okay when you are not. And that's exactly right. <laughs> but she also said, your truth is your own opinion, which is also true. <laughs> Yeah. Neil, uh, right? Uh, and, and then Neil wanted me to uh, remind everybody that he's got his summit coming up on Saturday that, that I'm speaking. Are you going to this one, Daniel? I'm not sure if you're a speaker at that one. Mm, what was the date again? Uh, Saturday the 19th. No, I'm traveling that day. You're traveling that day. Okay. But yeah. Neil's going to be there. I'm going to be there. I know there are others going to be there. So and, yeah, and if you haven't been to it. If, if you haven't been to a Neo Summit, it's definitely worth it because it's just like one really strong speaker after another. Really, really good stuff. Mixed in with some interesting uh, little, uh, I forget what he calls them, but they're, they're little audience participation things that he does that are pretty cool. So definitely want to check that out. But in the meantime, guys, as usual, we explored areas of the cosmos that had not been explored before. So thank you very much for that. Just like a true Trekkie. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. So thank you. And, and we're going to be uh, picking up on the Taya theme next week on the show that we do next week because I'll have had three week, three days of, of guests from the Taya community. And then I'll have had my, my first main reading with the stream to talk about. Actually, I'll be doing it that night after we do our show. But so there's going to be a lot of Taya going on next week to my point. So okay. Be ready for that. So thank you guys very much. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you especially to our podcast listeners. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>